Ending Small Business Failure. Welcome to the Small Biz Chat Podcast with the number one small business expert, Melinda Emerson. Melinda's goal is to end small business failure, and she'll give you the information you need to succeed and live the life you dream of. Now, here's your host, the Small Biz Chat Lady herself, Melinda Emerson. Have you subscribed to the Small Biz Chat Podcast? Well, it's time. Every Wednesday, we offer listeners bite-sized actionable tips to start and grow a successful small business. In just 20 minutes or so a week, you can get a ton of insight and resources to propel your business forward. Be sure to subscribe to the Small Biz Chat Podcast today. Welcome back to the Small Biz Chat Podcast. I'm Melinda Emerson, Small Biz Lady, your host. And now I'm here with my guest, Olivia Thomas. And Olivia is going to talk to us about brand building. Olivia is known as the brand counselor, and she specializes in empowering seasoned founders to elevate their businesses through strategic branding. As the founder of Wintentional Development Company, Olivia is dedicated to crafting compelling brand strategies that resonate with her customers' dream clients. Olivia's mission is to help women in business build lives and legacies through the telling of captivating brand stories. She helps founders connect authentically with their audience, paving the way for sustained success as their businesses mature. For more information, head over to wintentional.com. That's wintentional.com. All right. So Olivia, welcome to the Small Biz Chat Podcast. Hi, Melinda. Thank you so much for having me. All right. First of all, tell me how you became like this, like the brand counselor. Tell me what that is and how you became that. Absolutely. Oh, my goodness. So I started off doing public relations. I started my company right out of college and I was chasing a dream and I realized that I was not very connected with the work. I was actually quite sad. I was making money. I was paying people's bills and I was you know, doing all the cool things that you should do as a founder. But then I found that I was actually disconnected and just all around not happy. I realized that I had to work on my own personal mission, vision, and values before even thinking about what the business needed to look like. I was way too focused externally, looking at what should happen because of other people. And I realized that I needed to be my own competition and that changed the game for me entirely. I love it. I love it. So tell me, how can women business owners establish a solid foundation for their brands, ensuring that clarity and consistency is in their messaging? Absolutely. I think the first thing we need to do is actually be honest with ourselves about who we are and what we want. Like I said, we're often looking outside of ourselves for what our competition is doing and we're emulating it in a way that makes us almost look like them as opposed to thinking about what our own motivations are. Once we dig into our personal mission, vision, and values, then we can take the success that we're seeing from them and put our own spin on it. It's really hard to maintain something if it's not actually true to who we we are. We need to take the time to know and manage and take care of ourselves first as we're building the business so that what we're saying is authentic and real and sustainable. Well, how does your deep understanding of the target audience contribute to your effective brand position? Because it's one thing to think about what it means to you, but don't you have to really focus on what the client needs and what the client is saying? 
you do. And it's a beautiful intersection. It's a beautiful marriage, actually. Right. So in the same way where we have friendships or boyfriends or girlfriends or marriages, it's not all about us. Obviously, we have what we bring to the table, which is really cool. But we have to know the person very intimately to know what it means to actually make them happy as well, to solve their problems and to meet them at the things that they're actually needing and wanting to grow in. So making sure that we not only know them demographically, I think we focus on the demographic which is, you know, the, the quantitative things that they're very important, um, probably a little more than the qualitative things or the psychographics. We need to know who they are aspirationally, not just who they are now, but who they want to become. And as we have a better understanding of who they want to become, also what they've tried to do to become that and why it hasn't really worked out, we can fill in those gaps for them. We really need to know them so that we can show up as their very best friend. So I, I see a lot of people on online, on Instagram in particular, um, you know, because I think that social media is just people's personal highlight reel anyway. But I see a lot of what I call brand posing out here, right? People live in the fabulous life with beautiful clothes and, and you know, private jets and, 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 you know, fancy cars and kind of stuff. And those people aren't making any money. And I, and I don't, but it's amazing how... Th- there are a lot of people that fall for people, not for their expertise, but because they want their lifestyle. And so can you talk to me? I know that you're big on having people live their brand, but I feel like people are living their aspiration and they're pretending because they're trying to look successful as opposed to actually be successful. So can you talk about that? I sure can. So I think there's a point where we all got caught into the hype machine that is social media. Um, It's now a 24 hour news cycle and we think that we are constantly the news. Um, But, you know, we're not and we don't have to be. Unfortunately, it creates a pressure for a lot of people to create a facade of what, you know, should be versus what actually is. If we are allowing ourselves to show the truth of who we are, instead of kind of like ruminating in the shame of where we are right now, then we'll be able to have more authentic connections with the people who are there. Um, If we're measuring our success by, you know, doing better today versus yesterday, then we can tell that story to our audiences and it'll resonate and they'll connect in a way that makes them feel like they can grow and change too, as opposed to just showing them the big things that mature businesses already have. Because we're all on the same timeline and all on the same platforms, we think we need to show up and look like all of those companies that have been around for 10, 20, 100 years, but we're not them. So we shouldn't show up like them. It's okay. You know, I recently saw um, an Instagram clip where Serena Williams, who had just come back from getting this like international icon award, had her baby in her hand and she was taking her wig off her head as she as she was like, you know, sort of like rocking a baby as if to say, come on, y'all, this is what it really is. I got a brand new baby at home. Yes, I might be a style icon, but this is what it's like when I'm at home. Somebody's throwing up on me, you know. And she got so much favorable uh, comments for, you know, keeping it 100. So is that what you're talking about when you say live your brand? That is what I'm talking about. I think that our brand is an extension of how we how we think, how we feel, and also how we allow ourselves to show up in the world. 
the reality is there's not much different from, you know, one person delivering a service to the next person other than the actual person delivering the service. So we need to know that it's okay to resonate as person that we are because someone is out there looking for our story, our voice, but if we don't ever use our real voice, they can't hear it. So when you are developing a personal brand, how can you leverage storytelling to really establish trust? Oh, absolutely. Um, there are different kinds of stories. So there are authority stories and there are um, acquaintance stories, right? So we're telling stories that make people know that they are affiliated with us and they can get to know us as the individuals that we are. Um, and then we also use additional stories, authority stories to talk about our expertise. We need a mix of both of those for people to understand why they're even on our pages. I know a lot of times people will have their social media strategy and they'll say, I don't know why people aren't buying. And it's like, well, you have a lot of acquaintance or affinity stories. So you're telling very personal things, but you're not telling anyone what to do with the information. So you need to share your authority as well, letting them know why you're the expert in the area or how you're becoming the expert in the area too. People also want to join on that journey as well. Now let's talk about some mistakes that people should avoid when building a brand. Cause I think there's a bunch of those out there too. Yeah, there's a lot. There's definitely a lot. Um, so only focusing on the algorithm is a big mistake right now. I think a lot of us are only thinking about what visibility looks like and trying to get in front of people as much as we possibly can. So it's like only thinking about what the what the algorithm will actually put out for us. But if it's not something you'll actually do consistently, then you shouldn't attempt to even try to make that a part of your brand story because the only thing that matters with your brand really is consistency, right? The integrity and the consistency of what you're actually doing. So the lack of consistency is actually a really big deal, which again, kind of goes back to the whole, we really need to take care of ourselves as individuals kind of thing, because the more we're able to actually allow ourselves mistakes, we can allow ourselves consistency as well. Consistency is not perfection. We're showing up with excellence, but it's not always perfect. So let's say we have a mishap. Let's say there is a, a a mistake that is made online. How can you basically, how can you repair a reputational challenge while preserving sort of like your brand integrity? Yeah, absolutely. You have to address it. So sometimes people will have a mistake online and then they want to kind of like go on as if it never happened. But the unfortunate truth is, or the beautiful truth is actually, um, the level of our apology should be at the level of our offense as well. So we tell them, this is a mistake that we made. This is something that is against our values. We keep operating within our values. And then if we're talking about repair, we need to tell them what it looks like step-by-step step, that we will be doing to repair from here on out. And then making sure that this is something that they can see and that they can feel and say like, okay, they've checked off everything on the list and they've continued in integrity we can forgive them. Oftentimes people want to either get very defensive and say, well, I'm only human and I didn't mean to do this. Um, 
or like just not really address it at all. But this is all about building relationships. And if we don't have trust in relationships that you're going to do what you said you're going to do, or at least grow along the way, then we can't actually continue to grow together. So making sure that people know that you are well aware and you are accountable and that you will continue to move on better than ever. I love it. I love it. All right. Best business advice you ever got. Oh my goodness. There's been so much. Um, I never lose. I win or I learn. That's, that is the biggest thing that came from you. And it's the truth, no matter where you are in business and your maturity journey, there are going to be some things that come to you that hurt, but it's another opportunity for growth. Take it. Absolutely. Absolutely. I appreciate that. Thank you all for joining me for this episode of the Small Biz Chat Podcast. If you are an author, speaker, or you want to become one or a coach, I want to let you know that Brand in Demand 2 is coming. The second cohort of my Brand in Demand six-month coaching program starts March 20th. So if you are interested in finally becoming a national brand, I want you to consider joining me because it is amazing. So if you head over to smallbizladyuniversity.com forward slash brand in demand dash group coaching.com. That's what you need. Dash group coaching. That's what you want to get the information. And my second cohort starts March 20th. So I can't wait to see you all there. Now I have one last thing for you. If you want to grow your business, you have to grow yourself. All right. Thank you all for joining us for this episode and God bless. Thanks for listening to the Small Biz Chat Podcast with Melinda Emerson. Subscribe to this podcast wherever you listen to podcasts and join us next Wednesday for more fantastic information and interviews. You can find more sources and small business success strategies by visiting Melinda's website, succeedasyourownboss.com. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next week.